Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain here, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. Before we jump into this week's episode, you know I always like to do a little bit of housekeeping. I want to welcome you if you're new to the House Call community, and I'm going to probably always say that at the beginning because this, I love podcasting because it's evergreen and it's always out there and somebody new is going to discover us. Um, I just had a new person to discover us that reached out to the House Call community and had us on their show as a guest because, hey, they were looking for a particular type of podcasting because they were putting together a certain type of show with health and women's health and guess what? They found us (laughs) and that was the coolest thing ever. So if you're new to the House Call community, I want to say welcome. We want to give you a little bit of information and all that is is however you found us on whatever platform you found us, please rate and review us. Give us a review, rate us because that makes it easier for other people to find. So if we're adding value to your life, be it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever platform you use to find us, give us a just give us a, a rating and give us a review and again, it'll help other people find us and makes it a lot easier. So, you know, I love to say welcome to new people from the community as I'm looking at our stats. I want to say hello to Algeria. So Algeria made it to one of our top countries on our analytics, and I just love it. I love to see those little dots pop up all over the map. And like I said, as as of um, so far, I've seen that we're on six continents of this wonderful world, and this is just so exciting. So um, welcome to the community. Keep keep sharing us with your sphere of influence and with people that you know so that we can help everyone connect their health dots, understand how their bodies work and and have better health choices. Um, You know, we've overhauled the website, so it's really nice and clean and easier to navigate through. So you can go on over to housecallwithdrmac.com and you can listen to all the episodes over there as well. You can find us on Facebook with the same name, House Call with Dr. Mac, and our IG, which is Instagram and our Twitter account is the same handle at House Call with Dr. Mac. So you can find us over on any of those um, any of those social platforms. We're also asking if you want to be the voice of season seven for House Call with Dr. Mac, the introduction. Let us know. Drop us a line. Our email address is still realdoc74 at gmail.com. That's R-E-A-L-D-O-C-74 at gmail.com. And drop us a line there or on any of the other social medias if you want to tweet at us and say hey I want to be the voice um, then we can figure out how we can connect you don't have to be in the United States even we can we have all kinds of technology to help bring you into the house call community so you can be the voice of season seven 
oh, I think I've taken care of all the housekeeping. Right, honey? I think so. You think so? <laughs> this episode, I, I really need your help. <laughs> I'm still in the you. same boat as you. <laughs> this was one of those conversations with mm. an expert that was a great educator. Definitely. A great teacher. And so he, you, you can tell he really knows mm-hmm. how to connect with people and get the message across. Mm -hmm. So we had in the community, Dr. Dre, and he is um, um, an OBGYN. Mm -hmm. He's based out of Atlanta, Georgia, doing concierge medicine. Also, Mm -hmm. he is the CEO of of the Medical Mogul Academy. And he was so gracious enough to fit us into his very busy schedule because he is an avid speaker. He goes around and he's educating people all the time on various different avenues. And he also has his own, he has um, his own books and he's an author and he's a speaker. Mm -hmm. And so he took the time to come and sit down with us and talk about a huge topic that affects a lot of people that we're really not that clear about, I believe, as as a community, as just our, you know, everyday lives. And he came and talked about some sexually, tra- one particular sexually transmitted infection. You know, and still as many times as we've been talking about this, when you say that, I'm still like, it, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. So what are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> we tackled the topic of HPV, right. our human papillomavirus. And Dr. Dre gave us some very practical tools to put into our toolbox. Yeah, I thought I was well informed. And I thought <laughs> I knew uh, some things about things, but I truly learned some things from this conversation. Truly mm-hmm. learned some great great tools so guys take out your notebooks be them electronic or old-fashioned pen and paper let's sit down let's get started let's have some conversations let's connect these dots let's get some straight talk hey everybody and welcome back to house call with dr mac and this episode Okay, I know I always say that I'm super excited over the moon about a guest um, that comes in or an expert that comes in, and that's because I truly am. And so today, I am just geeked to the moon because we have in the house call community, Dr. Dre, OBGYN, America's OBGYN, none other out of Atlanta, Georgia today. Thank you, Dr. Dre, for coming. OMG, I'm so excited to be on the show. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that you're here, that we're actually sitting down, we're having this conversation. I have been so excited ever since you said, sure, yeah, I come out to the community. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan okay, of your work. Yay, okay, yay. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Dr. Dre's a fan. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all your social media. You're doing such a great job. I was like, as soon as she reached out, I was like, yeah, rock it. Let's rock it. Let's do it. Awesome. So I, 
I like to connect our health dots on the show. You know, we help people understand how their bodies work. Um, we have individuals coming in to tell their health stories and experts and other healthcare providers coming in and giving their perspective. And so we want people to connect their health dots. We want them to be able to make better health choices so that they can live a healthier life. And in the theme of connecting our dots, I always like to say how a guest came into the community. And so I really love it when the story has the social media twist on it, because some people look at social media as not having, you know, the the most upstanding or, you know, having having any type of value in their lives. But I have used social media and it has become such a value in my life. And I love Twitter. It is so I think it's like the coolest thing out there to be able to connect with people of like minded and those that are doing things and being able to give to the community. And so we have connected um, through Twitter and also some mutual friends of ours connected us even further on Facebook. And so that's kind of how this has all come together. So I just like to give that little bit of background information. But today we are here because we're going to be tackling a huge topic um, in the in women's health. And I thought no better person than Dr. Dre to come and have this conversation, to start these conversations in our community. And we're going to tackle the topic of HPV or human papillomavirus. So, Dr. Dre, what is HPV? What is human papillomavirus? I love that question, actually. So HPV is the most commonly transmitted the sexually transmitted disease. So most people, a lot of people have HPV. It's a virus. So it's a virus that can affect your cervix. It can affect your throat. It can affect your butt. It can affect your, your skin all over your body, right? So it's a virus that's transmitted from like uh, what I call naked dry humping. So getting on someone naked, dry humping, right? Dry humping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. As well as, having, <laughs> as well as having unprotected sex. Generally, oral sex without a condom, you know, you can get in the back of your throat, vaginal, vaginal sex without a condom, as well as anal sex without a condom. So always use a condom when you have any type of sex. And have, you know what, my other favorite tip, I know we're supposed to talk about a tip for the day, but I'm going to give it to you early. Tip of the day for Dr. Dre would be have sex with your underwear on. Have sex with your underwear on. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, so men actually have like this little, like we have this little hole in front of our underwear. So what you need to do, ladies, is whip the penis out and put it through that little hole that he pees out of and put a condom on. So it doesn't matter what kind of interaction you have during vaginal sex or oral sex or anal sex, there's no skin to skin contact. So you would never get HPV if you use that tip of the day from the house calls with Dr. Max. I love it. Oh, my goodness. I used to say that all the time, that it's the boxer shorts area. You know, it's all in that area. It's when skin-to-skin contact, when it just touches. And my patients would be like, what are you? I'm like, yes, because that's what that virus loves. It loves that nice, warm area, and it lives right there. So now that we kind of have an idea of what HPV is, you know, how is it associated with cervical cancer? And I'm so glad you brought up the fact that it is a sexually transmitted disease. So how is this sexually transmitted disease now associated with cervical cancer? So let's talk about HPV in general. There's like yeah. over 100 different types of yes. strains of HPV. But there's only about 40-ish that can cause cervical cancer. Okay. So let's say a guy has um, HPV on his penis. Let's say he has it on his penis and he puts a raw penis inside a vagina and he touches your cervix 
with that raw penis, then you can get HPV on your cervix. So if it's the type of HPV that causes cervical cancer, that puts you at risk of developing cervical cancer over time. So that's why we do pap smears. So everyone knows, like, you know, the duck bill, the metal thing, the pap smear thing is just to screen for cervical cancer. We're really looking for the HPV virus. Yes, yes. So what I really like for people to start associating it with is that cervical cancer is a sexually transmitted disease. Can we say that? Yes, cervical cancer is a sexually transmitted disease. Thank you. So we can, you know, (laughs) because I hear people saying, you know, when they're giving their medical history, they like to include, oh, my, you know, my mother or an aunt or grandmother had cervical cancer because they believe that that's supposed to be part of the family history. But that is not a hereditary History. That's not cervical cancer is a sexually transmitted disease. I, I, I'm repeating that for a reason because we <laughs> need to start drilling that into our society. So now that we know about HPV and we've made some of these, you know, these correlations here, let's talk about the hot topic of the vaccine. So what I is the to, H- Wait, I have to tell you something. Yes. So I used to say back in the day, so I don't say this anymore. I used to say back in the day that cervical cancer is the dot cancer, right? Because, you know, the women who were sleeping with all the men, they were the ones that were getting cervical cancer. So I always say, you know, the more promiscuous you are and having promiscuous, having unprotected sex, having unprotected sex, the more likely you're going to get in contact with a strain of, of HPV that's going to cause you to have cervical cancer. Yes. So if you're having a lot of sex, make sure you go see your doctor every single year. Yes. <laughs> every single year. Yes. Check out for all STDs, pap smears. We need to do a whole. We need to do a whole lot of testing on you if you're having unprotected sex. Blood test, pap smear, as well as culture. I love it. I love it. So, what is the HPV vaccine, and who is eligible for this vaccine, Doctor Dre? Oh my God, I love the HPV vaccine. So right now, there's two on the market. There's okay. two on the market. One is called Cervarex. And that's for HPV strain 16 and 18. So 16 and 18 are the cause about 70% of cervical cancer. And then we have another one called Gardasil 9. And it has nine different types of strains of HPV. It actually protects you. The reason why I like the, the Gardasil better is because it protects you against genital warts as well as cancers that can be caused from HPV like throat cancer, anal cancer cervical cancer. So that's why I like the Gardasil 9 a little better. Mm-hmm. So you can get it in three doses. Both of them are three doses, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Initially, when you go into office, you get one, get a dose. Two months later, you get a dose. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, you get a dose. So that's how it works. Gardasil, actually, so if you're allergic to yeast, if you're allergic to yeast, you cannot get Gardasil. Gardasil is contraindicated with anyone that's allergic to yeast. If you're allergic to latex, there's a lot of females out there that are allergic to latex condoms. So they say they're allergic to latex. That's what they tell me. If you're allergic to latex, you can't have the Cervarex vaccine. Wow. Okay. So these are the nuggets, guys, that I tell you guys to get your notebooks out, you know, be them electronic or those old-fashioned pen and papers. These are the nuggets you guys need to start writing down, and you're going to go back and listen to this episode again. I know you are, and, and pull out these nuggets. And so who is eligible for this vaccine, Dr. Dre? So Cervarex is for women only. Okay. You can get it as early as nine years old. But Gardasil, the reason why I like Gardasil 9 is because I've gotten it. I've gotten the vaccine. So it's not only for women, it's for men as well. So okay. men as well. And so I actually have 
received the Gardasil 9 vaccine myself. Okay. And how old, you said for women, age nine, for men, what age would it be? Still the same range, around nine to 11, nine to 11. Okay. Okay, great. Now, you know, there are new, well, I I call them new recommendations, but they've been out for a (laughs) while when we talk about doing the pap smears and now with the co-testing with the HPV because now we know why the pap smears were looking abnormal. Um, I remember in residency us talking about this HPV. Oh my goodness. It was this new thing. It was supposed to revolutionize paps and you know, what is this all about? And so it's come out and now we're talking about when you co-test with HPV, when you look at the cells. So a pap smear is when we just look at the cells, we look to see if the cells have the same, have the regular shape, has the shape changed, has some Something changed in the characteristics of the cells that make up those cells that go on the cervix. And now we know, okay, is that change due to HPV? So we do what is called co-testing or we do reflexive testing. Now with that in the mix, the recommendations for repeating the pap smears when you go to the doctor has now changed. With this change, because you can repeat the HPV, you repeat the pap smear, and there's age stratification, do you see that there is now a misinterpretation with the general public, and I don't know if this is true, that they associate when I'm supposed to get my pap smear repeated with coming back to the doctor on an annual basis? Uh, absolutely. Well, look, let's, let's take it, let's go back to the basics. Let's okay. just talk about pap smears in general. Yes. So pap smears is a screen for cervical cancer, right? Right. A screen for cervical cancer. Let's go over some new guidelines, ladies and gentlemen out there. All right. So from ages 21, you can't have a pap smear before you're 21. So 21 right. should be the first age you have a pap smear. So from age 21 to 29, you get a, you can get a pap smear every three years where we look at sales. 30, age 30 to 65, 30 to 65, you can get a pap smear that looks for cell changes only every three years. But when we add HPV testing and we look at the cells, the changes in the cells, you can get your pap smear every five years. Above age 65, you don't need pap smears anymore, especially if you've had, you know, three negative pap smears within the the last uh, 10 years. And especially if you've had a hysterectomy before for non-cancer. So you didn't have cervical cancer, you had a hysterectomy. If you've had a hysterectomy for cervical cancer, you need to have your pap smear for 20 years. If you had a, a hysterectomy for cervical cancer, you need to have your, your pap smear for 20 years, where they're actually, we're actually scraping the vagina to see if there's reoccurrence of HPV and, and cancer changes on the vagina. Okay? Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, yes, women think, that you have, when I say, okay, so we're good for five years, they think that they don't need to come back in until five years from now, which is false. We need to check your boobs. Thank you. We the heart lungs. Yes. We yes. need to culture. Yes. <laughs> right? We need to do the basic things that we do as, as physicians. So you can't just wait five years to go and see the doctor. So what you have to do is come in every single year. We may not do the pap smear, but we will look inside the vagina to make sure it's healthy and normal. We look at the vulva, make sure it's healthy and normal. Look at the anus, make sure it's healthy and normal. Look at the breast to make sure it's healthy and normal. You need to have that every single year to make sure there's nothing can happen to you. We're about preventative medicine. So help me prevent 
drama in your body by coming in every year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Help me prevent drama in your body. Oh my goodness. Now, you know, I, I have my co-host kind of off, off camera here today. Um, my, my husband, uh, Wendell and, we we have these conversations back and forth because his background is science, and so we constantly are talking about HPV. You know, um, somehow it comes up in our in our in our um, conversations, and so you know he's he's constantly asking me about the men's role in this. And so I know you have a couple of questions. If something has come up, you know, in your brain or something you want to throw in and ask Dr. Dre here off camera, it is here when I can speak now. Uh, you know what? I'm so <laughs> mad at you. You always do that to me. Acting like I don't let you By speak. By the way, no, I just want to say thank you again, Doc, for coming on with us. Already I've gotten some great information from you. So thank you. Thank you so much. But I... Oh, man, you're welcome. You know, I can't... I know I cannot be the only man out there who can't get past the fact that cervical cancer is transmitted from sometimes our actions. I shouldn't even say sometimes, yeah, but y'all no, just said yeah, it's a... It's, so again, other you know, you talked about how to do things with the shorts on. Yes, right? yes, I love it. All right. Other than that, from a man's point of view, you know, what are some things that that we really need to be cognizant of? Yeah. You know, um, just from the man's point of view, if you don't mind. So yeah, you should definitely use condoms every single time you have sex, and make sure the condom is actually rolled up down the complete shaft. So you know, sometimes the guys like have the condom on half the shaft. If you have a long one, get a condom to fit. It needs to go completely down the shaft of the penis, right? Could that actually protect you from getting HPV as well as other STDs? Number two, if you're having any type of oral sex with your lady down there, conolingus, make sure you're using dental dam. So use dental dam because if you are doing any licking and all that kind of stuff, you can actually get HPV in your mouth from yes. her. Yes. So you want to make wait, sure wait, you say, have say, say what now? <laughs> he said, wait, 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 say what now? <laughs> yes, that's true. So you're doing conolingus, conolingus, yeah, where yeah. you're doing oral sex to the yeah. bulb or the vagina. Mm -hmm. Make sure you use dental dam, dental dam, right? Dental dam on top of the vulva so you actually won't get HPV in your mouth. So once you get in your mouth, you know, you can go back to your throat, and that's how people get throat cancer. Yes. Right? Yes. So, and got fellas. You're not out of the clear with HPV. Yes, it doesn't cause you to have cervical cancer, but it can cause any of those other cancers, throat cancer, anal cancer, genital warts. It can also cause you to have penile cancer later on in life. Later on in life. We see that in our 50s with, with men who have been exposed to a lot of HPV. They can get penile cancer later on in life. So you're not off the hook, so make sure you wear condoms to protect yourself. Wow. wow. Right, that is, that was excellent cuz I didn't even I didn't even think about that that part of the conversation. Wow. Oh, Dr. Dre, I am looking at our time and I could sit here and talk to you for a whole nother hour. Um, but I, I know that I want to be cognizant of your time and, and, and thankful and grateful that you took time out of your very, very busy schedule, um, to sit down with our house call community. Before you leave, I have just two things I want, I want you to address. One, um, if you would be so kind to give our community a tip of the day. I know you gave us one in the beginning. If you just read iterate it if you'd like to and then if you could just tell us where our co our community can find you on all of your social media or um where they can just connect with you because you have such a wealth of information so if you could give us a tip of the day and then let us know where we can find you so i'll give you another tip of the day so the okay, first great. tip was to always wear underwear fellas always put on your underwear 
you know, let your lady pull out the penis and that little hole that we have in front of our underwear and put a condom on so you can't get skin-to-skin action there. There's no risk of HPV for either of you. My second tip is to when you're having oral sex, let's say you're doing someone's doing fellatio to you, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing fellatio, just wear a condom, wear a flavored condom. Have fun with it. It's oral sex. Have fun. Flavor condoms, is, that's what that's for. Do not put the flavor condoms in the vagina. Do not put the flavor condoms in the anus. It's only for the mouth, okay? Have fun with it. Chocolate is my favorite color. All right, so this is where you can find me. <laughs> this is where you can find me. On all social media, you can find me at Dr. Dre OBGYN. That's D-R-D-R-A-I-O-B-G-Y-N. So let me say that again. So that's D-R-D-R-A-I-O-B-G-Y-N. And I have a present for you. I have a present for you because I love house calls so much. I want you to get my free ebook. 20 things you may not know about the vagina. So once you go to, I want you to go to drdrae.com, D-R-D-R-A-I.com forward slash vagina. Yay! Thank you so much. That is such a great surprise. Oh my gosh. So House Call Community, rush on over, grab that free ebook. And Dr. Dre, we are going to have you come back. This was a wonderful conversation. So candid, so transparent. I love it. This is exactly what we love here in the House Call community. So guys, grab those notebooks, get all these great nuggets, and until next time, we will see you back here. Bye now.